Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're going really, really well. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which was all about long-term marketing and really how what we are doing now isn't going to pay off right in this moment, but is all building up that momentum in our business and creating future results for us. And today's a really good follow-up to that episode because it looks at what really are the key things for us to focus on now. And there's really three key important levers in our business for us to understand, for us to keep our eye closely on and for us to optimize. So that's what I'm gonna be talking to you about in this episode. I'm recording this the day that I'm about to head off. Well, I'm actually about to go get my hair done because that'll be an absolute treat and get me through the next few days. And then I'm heading in the car over to Trentham in regional Victoria. And that's for my retreat that I have this week. And that's three nights getting together with eight amazing members from the Modern Marketing Collective and really digging into their businesses, taking that time and space to look at what their offers are, what their business strategy is, and then interpreting that into their sales system and then into their marketing and the content that they are sharing. And what I'm sharing in this episode is um, a little piece of what we're going to be looking at over, over the retreat. And then the week that this episode actually comes out, I will be either on my way or have arrived in Gold Coast in Queensland in Australia. And I'm heading there with three of my friends that I met actually at a retreat I think it would be two and a half years ago now. We went to Denise Duffield Thomas's first retreat that she held at her gorgeous Rose Farm. And I remember at the time, just my decision to make that investment. It was about $9,000 or so. Plus there was, I paid accommodation to stay and flights to get up there and a few meals and that type of thing. And I just remember thinking that, this is someone that I really admire, really, really respect. And this is an opportunity to get in her space and to see how she thinks and to soak up some of her, some of her wisdom and, and her knowledge and also to connect with the other amazing women that would be investing to be in that space. And so this week I'm catching up with three of those women where we just booked our Orient accommodation. We're getting together and it'll be so good to just be in their space and, and chat and compare notes and look at where we're finding challenges. Cause trust me, there is definitely challenges always in business. I have my own, we all have our own and just to be around people who really get it and are, and are going through similar things. So Anyway, I'm, I'm excited to be running my own retreat this week. And then next week when this episode comes out, I will be enjoying the company in our own custom retreat that we've created for ourselves. Okay, so let's get into this episode today. 
I think that it's super easy for us to overcomplicate things, right? <laughs> like, gosh, there's so many things to think about in our business. And I remember someone just introduced themselves in the Modern Marketing Collective. Shout out to you, Susanna. And she said in her intro post something about just started my own business and I'm getting used to wearing all of the hats, the accounting, the sales, the marketing, the customer service. And it really is like that. So I wanted to drill it back down to help us focus today on what is really the most important and to make sure we keep our eyes on these. So what I want you to do is imagine that there's an upside down triangle or pyramid. So you kind of got the big, the big length of it up the top, and then it goes narrow down to the point at the bottom. So I want you to think about that top third of that triangle. That is what we call our reach in our marketing. Okay. And this is the biggest proportion And this is the new people finding out about you. And you can also think about reach as awareness, people becoming aware of your brand, your business, what you're all about. Now, this is really, really key for us to make sure that we are continuing to expand. Because if we're not reaching new people, our sales will become stagnant. And we will see the effects of this, perhaps not right away because we have amazing people in our audience that maybe haven't been ready to buy and they will over time, but we need to make sure that we are continuing to expand our reach and our awareness in our business. Now, do keep in mind that the type of business you have, the number of customers that you require per year in your business, whether it is maybe you work with three big customers during the year, or maybe you work with (laughs) 3,000, 3,000 people buy from you. That is really going to indicate how many more people you need to reach. So some of you, it's not about reaching a whole heap of new people, but it's just making sure that you are getting in front of some new groups so they become aware of your business so that then over time, they are building that trust and loyalty and connection with you. Okay. Now there's a few ways to look at growing your reach and also tracking your reach. So you can look at, for instance, your monthly average website visitors, your monthly average social media reach. These will give you some ideas ideas of the, and also your followers as well, by the way. And if you have a podcast, that would also be something else looking at, right, what are we, what are our stats looking like each month? And you can drill down to weekly if you want as well. And then looking at increasing your reach, I want you to think about answering this question. Where are your ideal customers hanging out? Where where are they like consuming content, information, spending their time and how can you get in front of them and really drill into that, spend some time thinking about that, brainstorming that because it's going to be different for every business. Some ways that you can do this include collaborations, competitions, public relations, speaking, content marketing for your business to create great reach, shareable content, and also for other businesses or organizations who have your audience, have a captive audience that are your ideal customers. Also attending events and networking, meeting people, referral relationships, SEO, there are lots and lots of different ways. And then of course, the next level to that is your paid and paying for reach. So advertising. And what I want you to do is again, keep this simple. Generally, you're going to have like one or two key ways that you are growing your reach and getting those happening really, really well for you. 
until these are really well optimized, you have a system around this, it's kind of happening really well. And then perhaps you have a team or resources to help you manage extra channels. So don't try and spread yourself too thin because you'll be doing a little bit of this here, a little bit of this here, and not really maximizing any of these. Okay, so that is your top third. That is your reach, the area that's going to be the biggest number of people in your business. So what happens after people have become aware of us? We move down, and this is why the triangle becomes skinnier, because not everyone is going to go from that portion of your audience to the next one. And this midsection, so the mid third, is leads. This is what we call leads. And you can also think about this like consideration. So people kind of thinking, am I wanting to work with this person? Am I wanting to buy from this business? Now, when it comes to leads, these are going to be different for every business. But just if I make this simple for you, it's basically contact from or the contact details of potential customers and clients. So this might be people submitting an inquiry form on your website. It might be people downloading a lead magnet. It might be phone call, like people calling you. It might be booking discovery calls. It might be Instagram DMing you to learn more. It might be signing up for a discount code if that's something that you have. It's just people taking that step closer in towards your business. And generally, this is going to be by us capturing their contact details. So I want you to think about how you can continue to increase the number of leads. Because again, if you are not increasing the leads, there is going to over time then kind of hit your business that it becomes a little bit stagnant. And this is an area, I'll be honest, like that I realized, gosh, I've taken my eye off this. I, I Is it like I've taken the ball? I don't know, something about a ball. Drop the ball on this. <laughs> That's what it is. And I'm like, oh gosh, I have drop the ball on my leads and I'm feeling that effect now. And so I need to look at, right, what am I doing to increase my leads? What am I doing therefore to increase my reach and awareness? And that will all flow on in my business. And by the way, I like looking at this because it helps take the emotion out of business. And it's just like, right, well, let's just see which of these areas that hasn't been growing and then it's just about problem solving and troubleshooting to make sure that we are boosting these. Okay, so I want you to remember, like, make it a focus that really your content and your marketing should be driving leads. And you can add different times of the year where you do lead boosters and you do special campaigns that you are really helping to drive up the leads in your business to give that fresh spike and that fresh kind of like intake into your business of new potential customers and clients. Now, once we have captured those leads, and this is where we, we nurture those relationships, and again, it's going to be different for every type of business, but perhaps it's people booking into a, to a chat with you to talk about your social media consulting or your psychology services or your, um, your event styling. What do you think then the next the little bit at the bottom of that triangle is? This is now the sales or the conversions. And again, I want you to really realize that not all of those leads are going to become customers and clients. Take the emotion out of it and realize that that is just stats. That's just like how business works. Now you might very well see, I know some of our students have ridiculous conversion rates on when they do book in someone with a chat, they might convert 
almost everyone. So, so that is totally, totally possible. And there's also when you're capturing leads, ways that are more direct ways to capture leads, like booking that phone call and more indirect ways like lead magnets. That's going to take a little bit longer, more generally for people to then buy from you. So that's kind of a little side note there. Okay. So let's look at the sales portion. First of all, I want to look at when it comes to optimizing these three levers in your business, where to start. So you might kind of think, well, I just need to go get more reach. And this is certainly an area that I see a lot of people focusing on, but I actually want you to focus on the sales component first and making sure that that is as strong as possible so that when you are building up your reach and then your leads into your business, people taking that step closer, finding out a little bit more about working with you or checking out what you have to sell, that you convert them at a really great high percentage. So all of your work is paying off. So how do we optimize those sales? There's loads of ways to do this, but I'm just going to give you a few little examples here. Number one is really your offer in itself, making sure this is really strong and clear and compelling. And if you haven't listened to my episodes around your offer ecosystem, you might want to scroll back and listen to those because we want to keep it really, really simple here and make sure that we have designed and positioned and created the messaging around our offers to really make sense to our ideal customers and for them to understand the problems that our offers solve and the solutions that they help create and the results they help create. Also as well, getting more specific in your business, which can be very, very scary because we want to appeal to everyone, but being really, really clear about this is going to be perfect for you if this is you. That can also help people to think, yep, absolutely, that is, this is perfect for me, rather than trying to speak to everyone. Also, things like some scarcity, urgency, or incentives to take action now. You always want to think about why would someone take action now? How can you help encourage that? Clear next steps for people. Is it clear and obvious what people actually need to do to take action? Is it clear in your social media? in your communications, on your website, what it is you sell and how people can buy from you. Also more frequent invites to take that next step rather than just mentioning it once perhaps. It's like, are you saying that over and over again through in different ways, through your different channels so that when that person is ready to buy from you, they're going to go ahead and do so. Social proof is another big one. Having a really strong follow-up process after someone has become a lead with you. Also as well, your customer experience of your existing customers. And this is one that I think gets overlooked, but creating such an amazing experience in your business that it really does provide the promised results is what is going to help you to generate that reputation to create more word of mouth and create more referrals. And that is also going to help when people are thinking about working with you. They, they've heard great things and they're more likely to then trust that friend and go ahead and work with you. And also another idea is personalizing the sales experience a little bit more. So there's loads and loads of different ways that you can look at 
really optimizing and increasing your sales conversions. And then once you've done that, you can look at, right, am I really growing my leads? Let's look at how we can do that. Maybe I need to tweak up the way that I'm capturing leads. Maybe I need to do some boosts for this. And then looking at growing your reach. And I want you to look at diagnosing really the area that you need to work on, if not all three. Focus and give yourself the project to do that. And then making sure that you are tracking this in your business, looking at tracking your audience, tracking your reach, tracking your sales. What is your conversion rate looking like? How is this standing up over time? Is it, is it dipping down in any areas? Where do you need to put your focus? What needs boosting up? And it's so easy to get caught up in all the other things. There's so many hats that we wear that really when you can keep your eye on these three key things, it's really going to protect your business and keep it really moving and building momentum and keeping it being a really, really healthy business that you're running. So that is it for this episode. We have also a spreadsheet in the Modern Marketing Collective to help you track this and trainings to help you boost each of these areas. So If you want to make this super simple for yourself, get coaching from me and also be part of our amazing community, then go ahead and go to emilyosmond.com forward slash collective and you can join right now. And finally, make sure as well, my marketing personality quiz, if you haven't taken this yet, this is a fantastic resource. I find that there's really four different personality types when it comes to marketing. It's kind of funny. When you take this quiz, it's going to help you find out what your specific marketing personality is. It'll then share what your superpower is, what it is that you are brilliant and natural and best at, so you can lean into it, what to be wary of, a marketing motto for you to remember, your next best post, a seven-day challenge, this is fun, for your specific personality type, and then specific resources for you. So to take that free quiz, go to emilyosmond.com forward slash superpower, emilyosmond.com forward slash superpower. And I will be speaking with you really, really soon. All right. Have a lovely week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people. People who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.